It's Thursday, October 15th. Welcome to a midweek edition of the Glenn Thinks the Podcast. I had to check in with you midway through the week. I wish that I actually wish that I could do more podcasts like throughout the week. I wish I had more time at my disposal, but like I don't even have a lot of time to do the podcast that I do, hence the lack of preparation. The lack of preparation <laughs> that goes into my podcast is uh, kind of ridiculous. But, uh, I mean, I plan on being unprepared, so, I mean, that's all. That's the whole That's the whole aura of my podcast. That's the, what my podcast is, man. It's just off the dome. I just bring it to you. I keeps it real with you. But I do wish that I could do more podcasts, and I, I have a free evening. And I was laying around, I was like, man... I really should do a podcast, and then I've I've found some news uh, that came across my Twitter feed, and I just had to uh, I it just gave me that extra that extra oomph to go downstairs, make a cup of coffee. My grandma used to say coffee, coffee. Make some. Do you want some coffee? But uh, I just went downstairs, made a cup of coffee, and uh. And I've come up here and just talk to you fine people. That's what I was. I'm going to spend my evening talking to you fine people. You don't get to say anything back to me. But 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 I get to talk to you. And then put this podcast out in the morning. But. But. Dexter Morgan is coming back to Showtime. Finally. Dexter is coming back in 2021. To do 10 episodes for showtime 10 episodes of dexter we're back man my favorite show my favorite show of all time is dexter i've probably said it before on the podcast i don't talk about it enough my favorite seasons are seasons one through four the my favorite season is probably season four with the trinity killer john lithgow just great, great season of Dexter. And then it slowly went downhill. Like the writing went downhill. The acting didn't go downhill. The acting was top notch. Michael C. Hall, man, as Dexter, the genius behind Dexter, man, is Dexter. If you haven't seen it, he's a serial killer, but he has a code, right? And he works for like Miami Metro. So he's like, <laughs> all he does every day is hang out with a bunch of cops. I mean, his dad was a cop, his adopted father, his his sister's a cop. I mean, he's just around homicide detectives all day, so he kind of knows how they work. But he has a code, and he kills people that kind of slip through the cracks, right? And and uh, what is genius about the show is you're pulling for him. Like, you don't want him to get caught, you know, doing what he's doing. He's murdering all these people. And you're like, oh, and you're cheering for him. So really, you're not cheering for the good guys at all. But man, it's just a great show. And it ended so horribly. It ended, it just ended, the ending was terrible, man. Like, it just went totally off the rails and just sucked at the end. So, like, there's been rumors. This has been, like, ever since it ended and people weren't happy, it's been rumored like there's been rumors but nothing like you know nothing ever came of it you know and it looked i mean he moved on he's done other things i think he's done some broadway stuff he did the miniseries safe on netflix which is good 
but it's not Dexter, man. And so when I heard about this today, it was like trending. And I was like, this is just like some BS, man. Like, this can't be true. So I looked it up, and sure enough, like, Showtime tweeted it. There's all kinds of stories about it. So Dexter's coming back. I'm, like, really excited about that. I'm sorry. There's not a lot to be excited about these days. This 2020, there's nothing. What, what, what have we got to be excited about? I got a new mask today, and it's pretty cool. But, uh... I don't even deal with all those. I just buy the disposable masks, right? Because, uh, like, I don't want to wash masks, man. I'm sorry. I had to get a drink of my coffee. But, um, but anyway, yeah, and the Yankees are out. So this gives me something to look forward to. This gives me something to live for. (laughs) But, uh... But anyway, the Yankees are out. Congratulations if I have any Lakers fans. I guess I should congratulate you. I mean, congratulations if you're a Lakers fan. You know, you won the NBA title. You got a ring. Congratulations. I don't like I'm not I'm not a uh I'm not a big NBA fan anymore. Like I just don't like when I was young I liked watching the NBA, but now they just flop all over the place and like shoot a bunch of three-pointers and it's just not the game that i that it was when i was coming up and to hear lebron like demand i want my respect and all this man like michael jordan in my mind will always be better because i mean it's michael jordan if you put that lakers team up against like the bulls team from the last dance like i would give all my money betting on the bulls I mean, that wasn't even my favorite. That wasn't my team back in the day. I guess I like because team, but it's just, I mean, if you're, if you are, because I don't like every sport, like if you're, uh, if you are a, um, Lakers fan, congratulations. I'd like, I congratulate. Do you like how I congratulated you and then just kind of trashed them? <laughs> <laughs> and and then came back around and was like, oh no, but for real, congratulations. But uh, anyway, like the 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 Rays, which I'm not I'm not a fan of the Rays because they clipped the Yankees out of the playoffs. They're up against the Astros three to one, three to nothing right now. Like the the in games, so tonight is an elimination game. If if the uh, if the Astros lose, they'll be out. I wonder if that game started yet. Let me look that up real quick. Let me look that up. I mean, by the time this podcast will come out, it'll be uh, it'll be done. So, uh, dang it. Come on. Astros. Let's see. That's oh, at 840. All right. So, the Rays are up three games. To zero, so Houston's got to win like four in a row to uh, come back. That ain't gonna happen. I'll go ahead and tell you that ain't gonna happen. Not against the Rays, but uh, what's a shame, man? What's a shame about this is like uh, is like we beat the Rays a couple times, so Houston ain't beating them at all, which means the Yankees could have trashed Houston. But, uh, I mean, there's always next year. There's, I mean, there's, I'm looking forward to spring training, all that good stuff. And I think in the National League, um, I think the Braves are up 
two games to nothing with the Dodgers, which kind of shot me, man, because I kind of my money was on the Dodgers in those games. Like, like I totally thought that the Dodgers would win that series easily, maybe even sweep the Braves. But the Braves are hot this year, man. And uh, I guess if the Brave, if the Braves go. I mean, I'm either going to cheer for the Braves or the Dodgers since the Yankees are out, but uh, I kind of rather see the Braves take it, man, because they haven't had had anything since 95. They probably ain't going to have anything, you know, for another 25 years. So, so <laughs> I'm sorry if there's any Braves. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing the Braves win. You know, either the Braves or the Dodgers. Really, I don't have a dog in the fight, so what am I talking about? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But uh, but anyway, how you guys doing this week? Is everybody doing all right? I'm doing pretty good. I got to uh, I decided to take a long weekend this weekend. So uh, so by the time this podcast drops, I'll probably be on the way to my final day of work for the week for the work week, and then uh, I got a lot of stuff to do. I got um, I got some stuff to do this weekend. Um that I've been putting off a little bit that I just need to get done. Sometimes you just got to suck it up and do what you need to do to get done, you know, to be productive. You know, well, I'm always productive. I just sometimes I'm so wiped out at the end of a work week. Like you just feel like crashing hard, you know. So sometimes you just got to do what you got to do, take care of business. You know what I mean? I saw this like, I saw this, uh, I saw this trap that I think that I'm going to go buy. It's like a trap where you can uh, catch small critters. And there's tons of squirrels around here, right? There's like a ton of squirrels everywhere around here. And I was like, how great would it be to like uh, to catch all these squirrels and relocate them to somebody else's place? <laughs> somebody else's. They'll be like, where did these 100 squirrels come from? There's just squirrels everywhere. And I saw a trap. I mean, you feel like if you have animals in your yard, you can't just blast them because, I mean, because they're in your yard. Like, you can't kill animals, man, like, just because they annoy you. But, like, relocating them to someone else's yard is is, is the best thing, man. So I might do that this weekend. That's not really like, Glenn, I thought you talked about being productive and you're talking about catching squirrels and possums and stuff and just letting them go in other people's yards for your amusement. That's not what I got to do. I do. I, that's not what I got to do. I got to do like a, I got to do a purge, man. I got a lot of closets to go through and I just, you got to do that every once in a while so stuff doesn't stack up. So clutter doesn't stack up on you, right? You want to talk about some, let me tell you about some clutter. This is some clutter that I actually just learned about this week. I didn't even know that this existed, right? I need another sip of my coffee. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee every once in a while through this podcast because I don't want it to get cold. Man, that's pretty good. It's like caribou, caribou something or another. I don't even know what it is, but that's what it is. <laughs> Glenn, why are you even tight? I don't even know what it is, but I think it's this, but I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. This is something that I just found about found out about this week, man. 
if you want some clutter in your life and you got some dead people ashes there's these uh well i call them cremation decorations right and uh let me see if i can pull it up there's this there's this uh company that i found and what they do is they'll take your cremation ashes from your loved ones or pets right and uh and why you would have a pet cremated is beyond me but anyway anyway i saw there's like pet uh funeral services uh funeral homes like for your pets but anyway there's this uh there's this company that is called spirit pieces remember through art and uh view glass art with cremation ash right and um they have 957 memorials for people and pets all right and this is what they say each lovely memorial creation contains a small amount of cremains about half a teaspoon from your loved one we can so it's like it's, it's like their ear or their toe or their finger and their penis no I'm just kidding it's just I don't know like you don't know what part what part of them is in this cremation decoration it's just half a teaspoon all right we can use cremains from people and pets in all our work to order simply add to cart and check out we'll send you a collection kit for the cremains within seven business days once the kit is returned we'll ship your spirit piece within six weeks unless otherwise specified um let's see family discounts available for orders over 300 dollars. all right so they got like it has here like a sterling silver cremation jewelry with crushed opals they have 54 different items with that paperweight with cremation ash that's that's practical like you live this long just i mean something about this seems kind of weird man because like imagine you have this loved one uh, like your grandfather you know and he fought in world war ii and you know he lived through all this life and he lived through struggles and he had victories you know and 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 he worked you know the same job for 40 years and now he's a paperweight <laughs> uh glass jewelry with cremation ash i've seen like people that have the little uh like the little capsules on them like the little cremation things like the around their neck silver marble cremation jewelry uh, memorial glass flame with cremation ashes glass heart with cremains butterfly snowfall orb with cremation ash uh, they just have all kinds of stuff man they have so many little decorations rings like things that you just put in the window sold window black and white glass hummingbird with infused ash oh that one sold out that one must be pretty hot man uh da 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 it's just crazy man Ooh. we were founded with the guiding principle of providing beautiful artistry to the families of those who lost a loved one 
this to me this is just weird man to me it's weird because number one if you have the all their ashes you're kind of separating like you're like all right let me measure out half a teaspoon out of the urn it's just kind of it kind of is weird man plus if you send the remains of your like i've always thought when a cremation happens like you can't guarantee unless you watch it which you're not gonna watch i'm not trying to be morbid i'm not trying to be morbid i'm just letting you into my head a little bit i've always thought if cremation happens how do you even know that that's the right ashes right and then like if you send the ashes off to somewhere like this and i'm not putting this company on blast you know because if they make a buck if this is their hustle man like we make ashes jewelry then i mean more power to them you know i'm not hating the player but all i'm saying is like how do you know that it's your relatives aunt or your relatives ashes and it's not like somebody else's cat <laughs> you know when you get back the paperweight that you pay 150 bucks for you know that's all i'm saying or you might be wearing <laughs> you might be wearing you know someone's uncle hubert around your neck you know instead of your dog you know which is just kind of weird but anyway it's cremation decorations isn't that weird isn't that strange man that that exists but uh but anyway, that's just something that I saw this week that I thought that that, that I would talk about um, on the next podcast. So there you go. If I got to know about it, you got to know about it. Have you ever found out something terrible and just told someone? Because you're like, if I got to know about this, you have to know. I've seen videos like that where I see something I don't want to see. Like something that's, oh, I wish I hadn't seen that video. And then I just show someone else. Because I'm like, if I got to live with this, you got to live with this too. But on social media this week, I saw, and a lot of you probably seen this on Facebook and Instagram and, and Twitter. Um, they, there's these posts that people will post. And at the beginning of the post, they'll say, I don't know who needs to hear this. And then they hit you with, what they think that everybody needs to hear you know and and like <laughs> they usually when you read i don't know who needs to hear this you know you're about to get hit with some real wisdom i don't need know who needs to hear this everyone in the world no please tell me of the wisdom that i've been lacking <laughs> or the encouragement to go on when I don't, when I don't want, when life gets tough, I scroll through Twitter looking for posts like this, but, uh, but it's just like the, it's just what people say after they say that is always the worst. It's always terrible. It's always like them telling people off. Like it's like them telling the whole world off. And the bad thing about it, man, is sometimes when you see, I don't know about Facebook because I'm not on the book, but at least on Twitter, sometimes when you see posts, tweets that begin with that statement, sometimes they're viral 
you know, and that that blows me away because it's always something like it's kind of an arrogant way. It's kind of an arrogant way to start to start a post to a bunch of people that you don't even really know. You know what I mean? I guess it can be positive. You know, I guess that if you're like, I don't even know who needs to hear this, but, you know, bullying is never okay. I read a tweet this week. I read a tweet this week, and the and the and the lady said, the lady said, uh, what is that? It said, if you own a pair of camo cargo shorts, there's a zero percent chance that I'll ever sleep with you, right? And the lady had blue hair. <laughs> I was like, I was like, well. I wanted to comment bad, and was like, well, if you have blue hair, there's a zero chance. <laughs> with you but uh but i just didn't say nothing man i ain't trying to stir i am not trying to stir anything up with people you know but just stuff like why say stuff like that why not just not sleep with people that have camo cargo shorts i mean that does exclude me from you know (laughs) from uh from your list you know because i have multiple pair of camo cargo shorts because camo goes with everything. But, I mean, I th- you have like millions and millions and millions of other men that don't have camo cargo shorts. So I think that you'll be all right. And I mean, now that you made that public information, all of the guys that are interested in women with Smurf haircuts can just hide their camo cargo shorts until after the deed is done (laughs) and then break them out right away. (laughs) But I don't know. It's just stuff like that. Like, do you ever, I don't know. Do you ever read stuff like that or read stuff like that? I don't know who needs to hear this. And you're just sitting there like, are you just sitting around trying to think of stuff to tweet? Like, are you just sitting there trying to, oh, I'll say this. I never sleep with you if you wear camo cargo pants. But uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm in a, I'm in a great mood, man. I'm in such a good mood because of Dexter, man. I'm in such a great mood because of Dexter. I mean, there's not a lot. You got to take what you can get. But that's a big one. Shameless is ending next year, which they kind of need to end that show. And Dexter's coming back, so. Joy to the world is what I'm talking about, buddy. But uh, I kind of feel, I don't know, man. I'm kind of giddy about it. I've talked about bringing I know I don't say giddy enough. I need to say giddy. That makes me giddy. But uh, <laughs> but I don't know new who, I don't know who needs to hear this. But that makes me giddy. But uh, But anyway... Something that I wanted to talk about else, something else that I wanted to talk about was, um, was I saw something this week. I saw like an old, do you remember the old in the grocery stores, the ads for, uh, I was picking up, I was buying some of that, uh, like the squirty stuff that you put in water, like the flavor, like, you know what I'm talking about, like Crystal Light, they have Kool-Aid, they have Crystal Light, they have all the different flavors of water so i was picking some of that up at the grocery store right and it just kind of took me back and i remembered i remembered the kool-aid points like the kool-aid 
in the packets and the points and you would have one point on the back of every pack of kool-aid and then you know the big packs um the big packs of kool-aid with the sugar in them like you just had to dump in the water like the regular kool-aid you had to put in the pitcher with the water and then you had to add like a cup of sugar and then like with the big packs which we hardly ever got it was like a jackpot if you got it because i think you got ah, i want to say three points maybe it was just two but i want to say it was three kool-aid points on the back so that was the jackpot but it had the sugar already mixed in you just had to mix the water in with it I remember I was, I was looking at these this water flavors this week, and it made me think of Kool-Aid points. And I saved so many Kool-Aid points. And there used to be, like, there used to be this little paper that, uh, that they had in the Kool-Aid aisle. And it had all the prizes that you could order with Kool-Aid. But if you save so many Kool-Aid points, man, I saved Kool-Aid points. I cut those things out, and I saved them and saved them and saved them. I don't think that I ever got anything, right? But I was so, I was like so, it was like a, it was like back then you had stuff, little stuff like, uh, like, uh, the cereal box toys, like where you would open the new cereal that you really didn't want. Sometimes I would open the new cereal and it would all be in my grandmother's house because my parents would just feed us like bran flakes and like the, the most the closest thing to like sugar cereal that we might get at home was like kicks. Right. And, uh, I was born in like the night, the 1790s. <laughs> I read, I learned to, I was homeschooled. I learned to read with the McGuffey readers. I looked this up today. Like the McGuffey readers, I think they had in, in the schools to teach kids how to read like back in the, uh, like 1800s. Maybe even late 1700s. I think it was 1800s. When, when was that? I might have saved it to my phone just because I thought it was hilarious. Um, I learned to read just like just like they did. In the 18- here it is right here. The 1830s. They're widely used in American schools beginning in the 1830s. That's how I read, man. My parents were old school. But anyway, to make a long story longer, the closest thing that we got to a sugar cereal at home was like kicks. So when we would go to my grandmother's house, she would buy us all the sugar cereal like Cocoa Puffs and Lucky Charms, Count Chocula. What's the other one? Frankenberry. Uh, just all, just all Apple Jacks, all that stuff. And so you would, I would open a cereal and stick my arm down the side. I would, um, corrupting all the cereal. What do they call it? What do they call it when you, uh, not corrupting uh when you make something dirty when you make it dirty stick my grimy arm down the side contaminate all the cereal and i'd yank the toy out seal it back up get the cereal i might eat that cereal but i might go get the cereal that i really wanted and you know what's worse like if you open if you opened a cereal box back then it was open you can pretty much bank the toy was gone buddy but anyway um what was I talking about? What did that have to do with anything? It doesn't matter. Who even cares, man? I'd get the cereal toy. Oh, with the Kool-Aid. Like so back then you had to get what you could get. So I would clip out all these uh all these Kool-Aid points, right? And um and it just kind of took me back. 
this week. It kind of took me back to a simpler time before kids had technology, before there was all these, the internet, man, really, before there was the internet, like the, the, the life was a lot simpler, you know? You found out about stuff when you saw stuff. If you saw stuff on TV, that was it. That was it. Unless you recorded it on VHS, you would have to wait till next go round. Or, you know, you, you, you didn't see stuff as much. Like, if you really liked something, you you weren't... I don't know. It was almost like I didn't get tired of stuff as fast. Because I wasn't... I wasn't... Uh, it, it just didn't... I didn't get to wear it out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And I appreciated smaller things. Because when I was young, like, we did get, like... Um, how I grew up, we did get uh, older school stuff. Like, at Christmas and stuff like that. We would get... Uh, we'd get old school. Like, I'd get Beeman's Chewing Gum, Blackjack... Uh, like little, uh, I've joked about it before on the podcast, the little, uh, the little, whatchamacallit, it's brown sugar maple candies, like the candies that your great grandmother maybe got, but, uh, but that's the kind of stuff that I got when I was growing up, right? So, I mean, seeing that kind of just took me back to that it was almost like a childhood flashback and it took me back to that time and i've said it man i've said it before i really i'm really grateful that i grew up when i did like in the era that i did i mean yeah it sucks getting older (laughs) it sucks it's it sucks getting older but uh but i do i did have a good childhood man and uh and I mean, I can't complain. I can't complain like the cards that I've been dealt in life. Everything's not, everything hasn't gone perfect in my life. But I mean, I don't know. You just do the best you can. You know, that's all we can do. That's like the, that's the, the kind of motto for 2020. It's like, you, you just do the best you can. You know, you shouldn't beat yourself up too bad this year. You know, because everybody's kind of struggling a little bit in one way or another. I was talking, um, I've actually talked to a couple people about like a reoccurring dream that that I've been having. I've been having a dream this year, right? And I'm driving in the dream and I when I go to brake, my, my brakes don't work, right? When I go to brake, like if I'm coming up on a wall or, a, or a, another car, like in traffic, I'll try to break and I'm always like in busy somewhere that's busy. It's not like out in the country. It's like, I'm always somewhere that's real busy and, um, or where there's like potential dangers around me and my brakes don't work. When I hit the, when I hit the brakes, um, they just fail, but I always maneuver out of it. You know how you like, when you have a close call, when you're driving, you just kind of tense up like you feel yourself tense up and you kind of go with uh it's almost like you switch from from uh thinking about what you're doing to just instinct you know or a lot of times when you drive it's second nature like you just don't even think about it sometimes because it's just especially if you've driven a long time it's just second nature to you or if you're thinking about like, I need to go this way, I need to go that way. But in those moments, 
in those moments when you have a close call, it's almost like instinct takes over, right? And so in the dream, that's kind of the feeling that I get is like, and it's really real feeling, right? And I think that, I think that, uh, I think somebody told me, a friend told me that it was stress. And then another friend told me that it was like, uh, it was like, uh, what'd they say? It was like a feeling of not having control. And that's kind of the thought process that I had, uh, that I had too, when it came to this year, I kind of was like, and I didn't even put two and two together. I was like, because usually I don't remember having reoccurring dreams except when I was younger, but this is one that I've had over and over. And I didn't even, it didn't even dawn on me. Like the meaning behind it was I don't feel in control this year. Cause I like to, I, I kind of, I like to feel in control of life and what I'm doing Right. And right now, especially in the last maybe year, I've felt laser focused on what I want and what I'm doing to get to where I want to be. Right. And so when there's a wrench thrown in that plan um, that I can't control. Right. Stuff that happens that's out of control. Right. And and I don't like that. You know, I don't like the feeling of not being able to predict or know when this all will be over, man. You know, and as far as the pandemic and everything that's happened, you know, that affects, you know, me and my family. I don't like that feeling. I like to be able because sometimes stuff happens in life and usually I mean, I like to, I like to be like, all right, how can I fix this? Right. How can this be fixed? What can I do to get to the other side of this? And I don't like, I don't like the feeling of, well, you just got to keep going forward, but there's no, we don't know. Like I, I don't know what I can do. You know what I mean? Put on a mask and just go about my day. But, you know, and the fear there, like you can't protect your family from, you know, getting sick or, you know, whatever might happen. And that's just kind of a, it's kind of a out of control feeling, man, that I don't really like, that I'm not really comfortable with, you know, but I think that, I don't know, everybody's just doing the best that they can, right? Everybody's just doing the best that they can. You got to give, you got to cut yourself some slack sometimes because like, I know that people, it's not just me. I know that some of you are probably too hard on yourself when it comes to stuff that's going on this year, because everybody's on edge a little bit, you know, everybody's, even I'm on edge and I'm like a relaxed guy, not relaxed, like lazy, relaxed all the time. Maybe I'm lazy sometimes. But I mean, usually I can take things in stride, you know, and roll with the punches. But I mean, evidently, you know, since I'm having dreams like that, evidently there's something in my subconscious that is not, I'm not totally comfortable with, you know. But, uh, 
but anyway, like this, 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 I'll tell you, I'll tell you about how I give myself a break. Like, uh, today I squatted down, I was working, I squatted down and I was wearing a pair of blue jeans. Right. And when I squatted down, my blue jeans ripped down the back. Like they started to rip down the back. They probably ripped about oh, a good six inches. Right. And, uh, and I was like, man, I need some bigger pants, you know? So my New Year's resolution for 2021 will be to get some bigger pants. <laughs> nah, I can stand to lose some weight. I need to lose some weight, man. These jeans, I, out of all my jeans, I don't know. Because usually I wear like, it depends on the jeans. But I wear like maybe 34, 34, you know? In my younger days, it, might, it was 32, 34. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. And probably in my really younger days, it was probably like 30, 34, you know? And these weren't skinny jeans. These were just old jeans that I had that I wore today and they ripped down the buttocks, right? And these jeans, like, I don't know, like you had to pull them under your belly button. And not that I pull my pants up like Fred Mertz, but I mean, like you had to put, and you had to suck it in a little bit. You had to, you had to suck it in a little bit when I was buttoning them, you know? So, I mean, and a pair of shorts did that. A pair of, uh, actually, I didn't even know that the shorts did that. I, 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 the shorts evidently had done that. And, uh, I just washed them and I pulled them out of my drawer after I got out of the shower today and I put them on, they're ripped the exact same way as the jeans ripped today. The exact same way. In the exact same spot. On the exact same buck left side. Right? And uh, so I'm going to throw, I threw the jeans away. I'm going to throw the shorts away too. I've just got to take them to the trash can. But uh, they're actually a pair of camo cargo shorts. So, uh, so... If the Smurf ladies listen, I'm one pair of shorts closer to you, darling. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, I'm. T- I mean, I need to lose the weight. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll start doing. <sighs> I just gotta stop eating crap, you know. And not so. I need to cut out sugar all the way. My chiropractor told me that. It was you need to cut out sugar. What I'm gonna put in my coffee? In my coffee? What I put in my coffee? Local honey. You don't put honey in coffee, man. You put honey in tea. Maybe I need to try it in my coffee. But anyway, just give yourself a break, man. Because life is tough. And this year's tough on a lot of people. It ain't just me. It ain't just you. There's a lot of people going through. That's something that I try to do, man. I talked about a lot on the podcast as being grateful and for everything that you have, man, the life that I have uh, is awesome compared to the life that I could probably like that I was aimed toward, you know, like I was aimed toward a life that was not great, man, when I was younger, because I was a stupid kid and stupid kids do stupid stuff. And I was a stupid kid. And, and well, I take that back. I was a stupid teen. I wasn't so much a stupid kid. I was just a curious kid. I was a curious, I was a curious kid that wondered how things worked. And, uh, 
and may I was mischievous. I really wasn't bad though. I wasn't a bad kid. I meant well, and um, I just I'm saying that to justify all the stuff that I. I had a good heart. I had a good heart when I was a kid, and then it went away, and then it came back, and then it went away again. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? From now I think that I'm alright I think I mean I love people and I love my family and and y- you gotta learn stuff the hard way sometimes right I mean I have learned some stuff the hard way I try not to uh, I try not to uh, to learn stuff the hard way anymore man you know and I try to uh learn from other people's mistakes and share my and be open be open with uh i think that's a thing that a lot of parents don't like to do man is be open with their kids about uh mistakes that they've made you know and just be real with them you know and you know because you don't want them to you don't want them to go through everything that you went through that's bad because you want better for your kids, right? And you want better for your friends, you know? So there's nothing there's nothing wrong with sharing with sharing uh man, I'm all over the map with with sharing some of the stuff that you've been through that maybe wasn't the most pleasant. Because I think that sometimes I think at least for me, sometimes when I'll be going through something that's not fun. Um, I like to, uh, that helps me to think about maybe, you know, maybe this will, is happening because I'll, somebody else will go through it, you know, that won't know how to navigate it, you know, but, uh, but 2020 is rough, man. And, uh, I just hope that all of you hang in there. Uh, if you need to talk to somebody, always reach out, you know, there's nothing wrong with hanging out with people. You can socially distance and hang out with people. There's a couple friends that I want to hang out with uh, socially distanced from. And uh, hopefully all this will die down soon, right? And we can go back to somewhat of a normal life. Yeah, whatever that is. Whatever that is, buddy. But uh, yeah, I was kind of all over where, man. Thank you, Dexter. For, for making me do this podcast because because I'm tired I'm drinking coffee and I'm all over the map but uh I'm really I'm I'm grateful for this man this is my this is my um this is kind of therapeutic for me because it, it's it's like a distraction you know because you walk around and you don't realize it's kind of like my mind's this big stove and I'll have stuff on the back burner and then, you know, that I might have to stir every once in a while and think about. And then I have like, you know, two pots going on the back burner and then you got two pots going on the front burners and it's like you got to keep stirring, you know, or the noodles will stick or whatever. And it's just like you, you, you walk around every day and life is so complicated and then you have technology on top of that which it's not bad to take a break from that sometimes man put your phone down watch a movie you know don't constantly have to be i'm guilty of it man i'm guilty of it sometimes i have to make a conscious especially when i wake up in the morning 
when I wake up in the morning, sometimes I'm like, uh, don't even look at that first thing. Don't start your day being hit with, I don't know who needs to hear this. You know, don't start your day like that, man. I have to tell myself that. You know, or like if I'm watching a movie, I don't need to be, I don't need to read 30 news headlines. Why not just watch a movie? Why not just kick back and watch a movie? Shut it off. Put it in another room, right? Like, it's just, I don't know. Sometimes, like, you don't realize all the stuff that's going on in your head, right? And you just need to, you just need it to stop for a while, right? You just need to stop. And so just do what you need to do. Find a distraction. Podcasts are great for me. Podcasts are great for me, like doing podcasts and listening to podcasts. If I'm listening to a podcast, usually I do that when I'm driving. And it's just, I I, I just, that's my little escape, right? And then when I do a podcast, like I remember before I, before I, started Glenn Think Stuff podcast, I I was dealing with some emotional stuff and I just drove around instead of journaling, you know, and writing because I used to do that a lot back in the past. But I ain't trying I mean, man, I ain't trying to sit down and do that, man. I don't <laughs> I just like talk I said it out loud. I needed to say it out loud and then I listened back to it. I heard myself And it kind of helped me process it, if that makes any sense, right? And so when I speak, like I don't get to speak in long form like this, just about about stuff that's crazy, like the cremation paperweights for your Uncle Frank. You don't get to talk about that and joke about that and, and just talk about ridiculous stuff for you know 30 minutes or an hour you don't get to do that you know usually just talking to your friends you know like if 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 you're talking to your friends that might be like that's stupid i don't want to listen to you read about that (laughs) then let's move on and talk about something else and there's like these social what do they call them social graces like there's there's these there's these uh rules that we have to that we have to live in or abide by when we interact with other human beings and it's like this box that you get put into right and and when you interact you know you have to you exchange pleasantries like what's up how's it going i guess it's kind of that way when you start a podcast but not so much there's more of a freedom there's there's more of a freedom glenn because you just don't shut up you just you just keep talking nobody gets to say anything but not just that even with like podcasts with co-hosts if they're just rambling about different topics it's just refreshing and nice and it's not really like it's not really like the same thing as i mean i guess some of them are like conversations but my podcast is like it's like therapy, man, because I just get to focus on like I'm not thinking about I'm not thinking about everything that I was thinking about all day today. You know what I mean? I'm thinking about like being in the moment, 100 percent in the moment and telling you what I have to say about whether it's just stupid 
and I'm not serious or whether it's like heartfelt, you know, and I talk about, sometimes I talk about my struggles, you know, and you're like, Glenn, you struggle. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I struggle. Maybe I should tweet that. Sometimes I don't tweet stuff just because I'm like, they don't deserve it. <laughs> oh, man. How how uh, how cocky is that? That's terrible. Arrogance, man. Arrogance is such an attractive trait, isn't it? But anyway, anyway. I'm just, man, I'm psyched about Dexter next year. We're It's October. We're coming up on Halloween. It'll be Thanksgiving next month, man. I'm looking forward to making my moist cornbread dressing that nobody in my family likes because they like stuffing. I like cornbread dressing because it's delicious. So I'll make me a big old fat pan of that for myself this Thanksgiving. I'm looking at Smoker's. I'm looking at smokers. I went and looked at smokers and priced them. And I think that I know what I want. I kind of want to get into that, man. I kind of want to get into smoking. Um, like getting a big smoker like with wood. Like a wood smoker and getting into that. It just seems like it would be really relaxing and enjoyable. And, you know, when I go and start getting all my overalls. And, you know, start wearing them. Then I can just smoke all the stuff that I want. But, I mean, that's not bad. You could smoke chicken. You know, chicken's not bad. You could smoke a little chicken. Maybe just cut back on some of the red meat. But, anyway. Anyway, I can catch some squirrels and have smoked squirrel. But, anyway. That's all I'm going to stop. I'm not going to keep going. Is Glenn ever going to shut up? I'm going to shut up, man. If you want to contact me... And hear me talk about anything. Or if you're like Glenn, we want uh, to know where the cremation decorations are. You can just Google or hit me up. I'll send them. I mean, I'll send them some business. Right? I ain't trying to feel that. You know? I don't really care. I was brought up to be like you don't cremate the body because it's a temple and it's you're not supposed to do that. But I don't see the point. Like, if you're dead and you're rot, you rot in the ground. Like, if you get buried and your family spends, spends a fortune and then you get, like, you you rot. So, I don't understand the difference. It's just like speeding up the process. Did you see those people? Like, I, I don't know, man. If it was archaeologists, but they were outside. It was in Egypt. They opened... They opened like a, um, like a, was it a pharaoh? They opened like, it looked like one of the King Tut looking things. Let me see if I can look it up. I didn't even think about talking about this on the podcast, but I saw it and I was like, I was like, what are they doing, man? They're opening up like an Egyptian, uh, coffin and uh just outside like what's in here and they were prying it open with uh with like crowbars <laughs> okay here it is egyptian coffin open 2020 here it is right here smithsonian magazine these people are stupid man why would you do that 
Let's see what they have to say. Let's see what they have. I don't know who needs to hear this, but let's see what they have to say for themselves. Ancient Egyptian coffin opened for the first time in 2,600 years. On Saturday, October 3rd, archaeologists from Egypt's Ministry of Tourism and Antiquities opened a sealed, roughly 2,600-year-old... Man, I don't want to sign up. God dang it. Can't I read it for free? I'm on a podcast here, people. A sealed, roughly 2,600-year-old sarcophagus sarcophagus as a large crowd of onlookers watched in anticipation lifting the lid the researchers revealed a mummy wrapped in an ornate burial linen more than two millennia after the individual's interment 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 the cloths inscriptions and colorful designs remained intact Per statement, the newly unveiled coffin is one of 59 sealed sarcophagi unearthed at Saqqara Necropolis. I'm butchering all this. A sprawling ancient cemetery located south of Cairo in recent months. Oh, in in recent months. (laughs) Period. In recent months. Found stacked on top of each other in three burial shafts of differing depths between 32 and 39 feet each. The coffins date to Egypt's 26th dynasty, which spans 664 to 525 BC. Researchers think the wooden containers hold the remains of priests, government officials, similarly prominent, similarly, similar, I was never good at saying similarly, or reading it, or saying it. Prominent members of ancient Egyptian society. Blah, 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 blah. To me, this is just crazy. To me, this is just crazy that they're just busting these things open. Why would you do that, man? Why would you, like... The people are dead. And they're just, like, busting open the coffins. Is that that archaeologists or is that grave robbers? You know? Did Indiana Jones ever bust open a coffin? I'm trying to remember. Didn't he didn't he do something? I don't know. But anyway, it just kind of seemed I saw the video maybe late last week or earlier this week and I was just like, "What are they doing busting these these it's like historical and it's like people I don't know, just because it's just because you're an archaeologist, you just get to go around, you know, digging up graves. And being like, oh, it's cool. I'm an archaeologist. What's the acceptable, like, what's the acceptable um, time frame that you have to wait? Do you have to wait, like, that long? Like, a couple thousand years? Just be like, or can you be like, you know, just like 20 years ago? (laughs) It's fine. I'm an archaeologist. But anyway, yeah, look that up. That's crazy. That I think that was in, what was that in? Let me see. I think that was a Smithsonian magazine. Yeah, smithsonianmag.com. But anyway, so that's going on in the world, man. But I hope that everybody, dude, it's, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. We, you're almost to the weekend. You just need to hang tough 
and you'll make it to the weekend and everything will be fine. Everything will be everything. And then you can take off the uncomfortable clothes and put on the comfortable clothes. Unless you're working from home and you just live in comfortable clothes, right? That's the life. But anyway, everybody take care of yourself. You know, take care of yourself emotionally. Talk to people. Don't just don't just be a hermit, man. Hang out with people. Just don't breathe in each other's faces. But uh, I really appreciate you listening to my therapy session. My ther- y'all, all y'all, my therapist. But uh, <laughs> but I hope that you have a good weekend and a great uh, Thursday and Friday. And I will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>